This is The Space Shot, episode 327 for April 6th, 2018. Solar Max, an on-orbit spacecraft repair. I'm John Molnix. On April 6, 1984, the Space Shuttle Challenger lifted off from Pad 39A at Kennedy Space Center. This audacious mission to repair a satellite while in orbit was captured by IMAX cameras and shown in the movie The Dream is Alive. Challenger also carried the LDEF, or Long Duration Exposure Facility, into orbit, where it ended up staying for nearly six years, marooned in space after the Challenger disaster. The initial deployment of LDEF took place 28 hours into this mission. The remote manipulator system, the shuttle's robotic arm, grappled the LDEF in two different spots, one to activate certain experiments which would require power during the mission, and another spot for deployment of the structure. Quote, LDEF experiments range in research interest from materials to medicine to astrophysics. All of them require free-flying exposure in space, but no extensive electrical power, data handling, or attitude control systems. Many of the experiments are relatively simple, and some will be passive while in orbit. The results of their exposure in space will be analyzed in a post-flight laboratory investigation after LDEF is returned to Earth. I've talked about LDEF numerous times before, in episodes 240 and 318, among others. Check out those episodes if you'd like to know more, or if you're new to the podcast. The most dramatic part of this mission, however, was the capture and repair of the malfunctioning Solar Max satellite. The Solar Maximum mission had launched on February 14, 1980, and it was one of the topics for episode 276. The repair of this satellite is highlighted in the movie The Dream is Alive, but we're going to talk about some specifics here because there's a lot more to this repair than could be shown in the movie. There were three hermetically sealed fuses that blew, which crippled the attitude control system of the spacecraft. Part of the STS-41C mission with Challenger was to repair this satellite in a series of EVAs over multiple days. The Solar Max part of the mission started on Flight Day 3. In order to capture Solar Max, the initial plan was to have astronaut George Nelson fly out to the crippled spacecraft with his MMU, or Manned Maneuvering Unit. The MMU plus an astronaut weighed in at about 740 pounds when fully loaded here on Earth, but in space, an astronaut that used the MMU was a nimble little mini-spacecraft. The MMU had 24 nitrogen gas thrusters for control, which were supposed to help George Nelson attach to the spinning spacecraft, slow it down, and prepare it for capture by the shuttle. Well, it didn't exactly work out how it had been planned. Here's George Pinky Nelson's account of what happened from his Johnson Space Center oral history interview. Quote, But the first spacewalk didn't work out like we'd planned, and that was pretty strange. Everything worked perfectly until I got to the satellite and flew up to dock with it, and then it didn't work. So, I ended up making things worse, rather than better, making the satellite tumble, and trying all kinds of stuff, actually just grabbing hold of the solar arrays. It was pretty exciting in retrospect, and the memories of the view from there are just amazing. The shuttle against the Earth, and the jets firing and all this, what an extraordinary experience to be able to fly the MMU. Nelson continues, 
then to have the ground actually bail us out, which was pretty neat, I think, because after the first spacewalk, when we had blown the capture, I thought, oh God, this thing didn't work. I don't know why. I did everything I was supposed to do, but I know I'm going to get the blame for this. The credit for not having it work. Now, what do we do? So luckily, the ground bailed us out, and TJ was able to grab the satellite, so we were able to actually complete the mission. In an interview with Terry, or TJ Hart, he describes the backup plan for this mission, since Nelson wasn't able to slow the spacecraft using the MMU. Quote, Now, our backup plan was for me to use the arm to grab the Solar Max, which I could have done in the original spin, but now because he was banging into it, instead of spinning, it was tumbling. It was kind of moving in all sorts of strange attitudes, and the pin I had to grab was right underneath one of the large solar panels, so I could only get in there under certain conditions, and it was very hard to predict how it was doing, but we knew it was wobbling too much. Again, that was from the Johnson Space Center oral history interview with TJ Hart. Ground crews worked furiously to stabilize the spacecraft for one more attempt. The next day, after some orbital maneuvering with the shuttle, it was finally time for capture. Hart describes the reaction of himself and the crew after he was finally able to capture the satellite. Quote, It was euphoric. I mean, we really felt that the mission was at risk, which it was, and we were really on a mission that was demonstrating the flexibility and usefulness of the shuttle to do things like repair. We were afraid that we were disappointing a lot of people, the scientists, of course, wanting to put the science satellite back into service, and all the people at NASA that were showing what the shuttle could do. In reality, we demonstrated even more just the flexibility of human spaceflight, that you can adapt to things that are unexpected, like this pin and the problems that it caused us. So, it was a good opportunity to show even better what the shuttle could do. I love reading the oral histories that are available at the Johnson Space Center website. The wealth of information on missions, plus funny things like the fact that Pete Conrad used to say tickety-boo, a British saying for everything's alright or fine. I found out that little bit in the interview with TJ Hart when he was describing how Challenger rendezvoused with the Solar Max satellite. His oral history, along with all the other links I've mentioned in today's episode, will be in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. I hope all of you have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen to the podcast every day. Since you're here, and I've got your ear, give me 30 seconds of your time. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure The Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook, just search The Space Shot, or check out the links in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.